Welcome back to another episode of Black Ass Podcast, the podcast so black, if it was medication, it'd be a can of ginger ale, ice cold ginger ale. Shout out to Robitussin. This episode, I am talking coronavirus and baseball, $4 million in PPP money, and demon sperm. All that more coming up on this episode of Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono. Hey Cheryl, alright, I see you girlfriend Hey man, get your ass out the street Who goddamn kids is these? What up? Hey, 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 hey I felt good Did the whole shoulder thing with it too Hey, titty shake, hey, titty shake, hey a titty shake that's coming out on my new album <laughs> what's up y'all thank you guys so much for coming back for another episode before i even get all the way into it man make sure you are subscribed to the podcast whatever platform you listen to the podcast and if you were a soundcloud subscriber i am no longer uh running my podcast through soundcloud so please follow the podcast either on podbean or you can go to blackasspodcast.com and find uh, the best platform that you want to follow the podcast on. But um, SoundCloud is doing something weird. I feel like it's not getting it to the people who were able to get it before. So just, you know, please make sure you're subscribed or following the podcast somewhere else so you can get it. All right. Uh, want to send a big shout out to everybody that joined me for the Black Ass pre-show today. We had a good time. Uh, if you're not familiar, black the I'm doing a pre-show every Tuesday, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern, um, right there on IG Live. Where I just connect and we chat it up, see what y'all been up to in this little quarantine hellscape that we're in and share pictures and stories. And today um, I gave y'all all the components of a full French toast recipe that I'm telling you is bombwhat.com. And uh I'll be posting the full recipe to the Facebook and the Instagram and Twitter account. So y'all make sure y'all look out for that and let me know when you try it, just how bomb they are. Okay. Um, so before I jump fully into the weeds, I need to make a small correction. It might not even be that small. So the episode back where I talked about the rapper, uh, Saweetie posting a picture of her daddy what I didn't, what I kept saying her name wrong. Like I called her Saute 7 million times. When I tell you I had fully transformed into an auntie, like not even an auntie, damn near somebody grandmama. I just had uh, 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 like, and I had a shawl on, all my hairs was gray and I was just like some glasses came out of nowhere and I just was cold. <laughs> Cause I was like, so the baby salty. I seen a daddy. <laughs> I caught that girl salty too many times. And then on the last episode, I was I was ranting on about the fact that there was a bust commissioned for a white supremacist leader in 1978, and I listed all the songs from 1978, and I very dumbly said that Boogie Oogie Oogie was by the Commodores, which it was not. Boogie Oogie Oogie is by A Taste of Honey. 
And the saddest part is, y'all, I was reading it off a of paper, but I think I was just reading so fast. And I was just so hyped up about the fact that 1978 was just yesterday and they were just putting forth uh, a call to have a bust of a KKK Grand Dragon put like created, not even put up, not that it was already done, but they were wanted it created. So it was a lot going on. I was fully in my emotions. So, um, I got that completely wrong. So I just wanted to make those really quick corrections and shout out to the people who brought it to my attention and really made me feel like shit. Thanks guys. I receive it. I heard you <laughs> and I receive it. All right. So it's time for reviews, y'all. I got another review. Thank you so much. Very short, sweet, to the point, and I appreciate it because, I mean, you know, it is what it is. This uh, five-star review comes in from Black TN Cutie Al. It says, great show, five stars. Great show and good content. Thanks. You know what? I appreciate that. You know, we we ain't even got to have a whole soliloquy. I feel what's in your spirit. You know, it's a lot going on. It's pandemic outside. It's like, let me write this down real quick. Get in here. Make sure, you know, I got my mask laid out. Go to this grocery store. Make sure I'm running to no Karen. It's a lot to think about. So I appreciate you. And them five stars came where through. Um... Now, another quick announcement, got some new Patreons. You guys, I just want to say that it really means a lot. I'm saying this on behalf of all, all podcasters, all content creators, you know, it's like, it takes so much to make these episodes happen. It takes so much and it can feel like, damn, it's only 30 minutes. But when I tell you the effort that it takes just getting up to do it, right. And then to actually put it out there, the, the effort of really presenting it to the world takes a lot. So when you guys receive it and then you guys even offer money for it. It really means a lot. So I'm saying that to everybody, even if you've only thought of like one day, I'm gonna give her some money. Hey, I appreciate the thought, but I appreciate the effort actually a little bit more, <laughs> but newest members of the village is Andy Simmons, uh, who came through and left me a very, very sweet note. So thank you, Andy. And then I have a anonymous, um, patron, so it's somebody in the village. They don't want y'all to know who it is. It's almost like, what is that game when the village killer, but they ain't in there killing. They just in there dropping off gifts and being uh, <laughs> a great member of the black ass village. So just want to say thank you so much to you guys for your contribution to me bringing this thing to you. All right. And if you want to join them and be a part of the black ass village, you can log on to patreon.com backslash black as podcast all right y'all it's time to get into it let's start it off with it's a word all right this week's word comes from comedian writer actress keisha zolar she posted on her twitter account she said woke up needing a nap mm. If I had an organ right now, that is a moment where the organ be like, dun, 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 and the preacher just going to a full sermon because woke up, ha, 
already heavy. <laughs> the world was on my shoulder. <laughs> but Jesus. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand. When I tell you I read this, I read that girl tweet and I immediately was like, somebody else knows my pain. <sighs> it's something about everything that's happening. Okay. Just the moment that we're in, I've absolutely been tired before I've gone through depression before, but this is hitting way different. Okay. I'm talking about wake up and you already tired of not because you already know the bullshit you about to walk into. You ain't even taking your feet out of the bed yet, but you know, the bullshit is waiting for you. Okay, just grab your feet as soon as you put them down. Just like them scary movies where it's always some creepy little kid under the bed. And you see that arm, that ashy ass arm come out. And then, you know. And it's gotten a little better, I will say, because I've stopped looking at my phone the first thing when I wake up. That would be, that was my default. I would be in the bed and I would just joke awake. And then I'm like, oh, let me scroll Twitter. Fuck, are we dead? Oh God, what's happened, right? So I don't do that anymore. But just the overall weight of the world and what's happening and feeling like you're not doing enough or trying to do too much. Or, you know, some days I'm up until five in the morning because I feel like I need to research something and I'm that I'm going to do the next day. It's just, it's nonstop. And so for the people who are not black, who listen to this show, thank y'all so much for listening, but please understand that as stressed out as you are, Black people are 10 times more stressed at all times. And that's, this ain't no competition shit. I'm just telling you, we are stressed the fuck out. So if we're not returning your emails and we're not, you know, just please understand that we are just barely holding our shit together with tape, glue, rubber bands, you know what I mean? Just leaned up against something with a shoe next to us just to hold us in place it's taking a lot. So y'all got to just deal, you know, <laughs> but I felt that I felt that one in my spirit. All right. It is time for wait, man. Hold up. What happened? <laughs> you got to throw the laugh in it. The laugh is more for the sexual shit, but this one might be a little sexual. We'll see what my brain does when I get to it. But <laughs> The first story is, wait a minute, did y'all hear about the dude in Florida? So, in Florida, a man received almost $4 million in PPP funds, um, payroll, paycheck protection program. So, it's for mostly businesses to make sure that they're able to pay their employees in the time with all this craziness going on. So this man got almost $4 million and went out and bought a Lamborghini and blew damn near $10,000 on luxury hotels and, and dumb shit. And he was arrested. 29 y'all 29 year old David T Hines. Now I'm not saying he's a child. I will not do that. But 29 is your brain fully in there? Is your skull, is your skull fully hard yet? I mean, really, this one, he too old for this shit. Let me not give him no leeway. He's too fucking old for this shit. But also, I think in my brain, it makes sense. It makes sense. And I'm going to tell you why. It makes sense because 
if you look at what's happening in the top office, how shady that shit is, all the corruption that we're seeing every fucking day, that we're hearing about every fucking day, all this corruption that nobody is doing shit about. If I would have got $4 million, I'm not saying I would have did this, but I might have did some dumb shit, you know what I mean? B buy a panda bear, I don't know, do something fucking stupid because that's what you see in the top office every fucking day, period. You know what I mean? I'm not making an excuse for this, man. What I'm p more pissed about, I'm not even pissed at him because if you ain't shit, you, you just ain't going to be shit, right? What I'm pissed about is why was he even given this much money? So he filled out applications for seven businesses. He ended up getting money for three. Was there no cross references? Was there nobody to look at what the details of what's going on? Did nobody double check? Did nobody do any deep diving? We're talking about $4 million in the midst of a pandemic when there are people literally out here with nothing. And not to mention all the black businesses that got zero of this money. Both rounds of PPP money did not get any of the money. The, the ratio of black businesses to white businesses is just, it's so fucking blatant and disrespectful. Black people, black businesses have been out here struggling. The thing that have been holding black businesses over is black people actively saying, I'm buying black. Like I, whatever, whatever your website is, whatever you selling, give me two of them. And I know for myself, I've definitely been doing that. And just, I just read an article that, uh, investment in black businesses and purchases from black businesses has gone up 7,000%. 7,000%, which tells me black people, this needs to be our all the time spending habits. It sh this shouldn't be when we mad because ain't nobody arrested Breonna Taylor's killers. We This should not be we mad because a black man had a officer put his knee on his neck and murder him in, in, right in front of our faces, right? This should be at all times how we are spending our money, period, right? So, you know, as we move forward, as we get on the other side of whatever this is, whenever this, whenever we get on the other side of whatever the fuck is really going on, <laughs> on the other side of everything that's going on, let's not stop. Let's not make this something that that's reactive, but something that is our practice as people, right? If it's some black shit, if it's a possibility of me purchasing something through a black business, do it. Because obviously we all, we got CMB, right? Because none of these black businesses have gotten any of this PPP money and damn sure not in the amount this man got almost $4 million for a business. He claimed had 70 employees and it did not, right? He made it. He was saying they... He was putting out upwards of a million in payroll. He was only around like maybe 200,000 and that's probably a stretch. But here's the dumb shit. This is, this is when the Florida part hit me. Bruh, you just got the money. He just got the money and had already ordered the $318,000 car in five days. You ain't going to sit on the money. Like that's the comfort white people have. I feel like a black person, you get that money. You just sit real still. You start looking around. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look out the window every couple of days. Like, why is that van still there? Oh, oh it's broke down. It's a broke down van. <laughs> 
Make sure you ain't getting followed. You just don't up and go buy a fucking Lamborghini. <sighs> but hey, you know, when you see Trump and his whole crime syndicate and what they doing, it's like, hey, well, shit, we out here. It, are there even laws anymore? <laughs> Unfortunately for this dude, he found out there are. But hold up, hold up, hold up. Did y'all hear about the baseball players that are contracting coronavirus? Uh, first of all, I am not surprised. Uh, because it's a fucking pandemic, people. All right, so the Miami Marlins, half of their players on the roster have been affected and they just played um the Philadelphia Phillies, right? So now that means whoever might have contracted it on the Phillies team has taken it to wherever they're playing next and it's probably just percolating all through their squad and their team and their, you know, wherever they're held up. And I'm going to be honest, when I heard that all of these sports were coming back, I knew that this was going to happen. It just makes sense. Let me start by saying this, right? We're talking about rich ass professional athletes. You think they're about to be held up in some remote location away from their wives, their baby mamas, they jump off, their favorite stripper, the bitch that just come by and suck their dick on Tuesday. You're expecting them not to have any contact with anybody for the love of their sport. Get the fuck out of here. That don't even make a little bit of sense. You think that these players are not going to find a way to sneak out, find some underground passage, slip somebody some money to look the other way while they run out and get some holes. And not to mention, and I'm, I, that's one side of it. The other side of it is the professional holes. I'm talking about the holes that train year round for their moment to get with a professional athlete to get pregnant by him so she can get rich. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. Get your money, sis. What I'm saying is you're not about to stop these holes from getting to they go. They've been, this is like the, you know how the Olympians, they train for four years for that big moment in the Olympics. So they can have a broke ass leg. They're going to do whatever it takes because they are going for gold. That's what this girl is about. She got all this work done. This bitch ain't ate a whole sandwich. She ain't had bread in six months. You hear me? She done got ass shots. She done got titties done. She is fully tanned down. She is ready. The, her coconut oil budget will rival some people's fucking car notes. You think you about to stop her from getting reaching her goal? She is... She will be at the outside gate with a grappling hook, throwing that shit over the wall, scaling that wall. In heels, bitch! <laughs> Walking across a barbed wire fence to jump over the moat, to get underground, to, she got the little, the wetsuit like James Bond be having when he got to swim under a building. <laughs> like, you're not stopping these hoes. Shit is going to happen. She's going in there to get that sperm so that she can take it back to the other hoes. Because if I was a professional hoe, that's how hard I would be going for the gold. Okay. This shit, to me, it's like nobody wants to live in the reality of the situation. If people could just sit the fuck down. And the reason why it feels like it's so long is because people haven't wanted to 
Just sit the fuck down. That's it. Sit the fuck down. Wash your hands. Put a fucking mask on. Read a book. Stay your ass in the house. And we could potentially get through this. But it's not ever going to happen if people want to continue on with life like we're not in the midst of a pandemic. It is a pandemic. So now these players not only have exposed each other, if they have seen their children at any point, they've exposed their children. They've exposed their wives. I can't imagine that these men are going to spend their entire time, this entire season, not ever seeing their wives, not ever seeing their children. It's not going to happen. They're not in space. They're just in Florida or wherever the hell they're held up. So in my opinion, shut it all down. Let's get past the fucking virus. Let's get fully past this craziness that's going on. And for the black athletes out there, I don't feel like you should be risking your life for a country that has consistently and systematically only been only gave a fuck about your talent, your your athleticism and not giving one fuck about nothing else in your life. And the moment you get, you leave that court, if you're not well-known enough, if you get the right officer who just owned one for that day, you could lose your life after scoring 50 points in a fucking basketball game and you, after scoring a winning touchdown or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? You can literally leave that court, leave that field and lose your life. And it would just be another fucking day in America. So to me, I say, why would you further risk your existence in this bitch by then offering your talents to a country that does not give a fuck about it? Right. I mean, at this point, let's see all lives matter play blue lives matter. Let's see that tournament. Let's see them fucking horrible ass games. Let's see them bounce passes and slow ass runs. And then, and then let's have a conversation. All right. What happened? (laughs) I mean, I can't even, I can't even say it in a sexual way. Normally what happened (laughs) is if it's something nasty, but more, this is more like, wait, what happened? (laughs) And what happened is demon sperm y'all. So demon sperm is a term that is that was coined by Trump's top COVID doctor. And this doctor believes in alien DNA, demon sperm, and hydrochloroquine. Y'all, this doctor is black. And I just had to sit with that for a minute. So got on Twitter, going down the trending topics, saw demon sperm. Actually thought it was something nasty. So, you know, I had to go investigate because in my head, demon sperm is probably like the sperm that come out of the dick with the really thick vein. You know, the real angry vein. You like, oh, he is mad. Okay, I'm sorry. It's been a long quarantine. I went and looked it up immediately. I was hoping it came with some pictures. It did not. It ended up being basically uh, this doctor Stella Emanuel, she's out of Texas. So I think we need to add Texas to that list of states where the crazies are because this woman said that demon sperm is what happens when you have a sex dream and basically you having sex with a demon and or a witch. And this woman, this isn't a joke. She's an actual doctor. So She's not just a cuckoo bird that happened to get a jacket and put it on. This is an actual practicing, a medical practitioner. And she's also a minister. So, you know, I feel like those two together, 
seem very problematic. I feel like those two together cancel each other out. I, and I may be, you know, completely wrong. I'm not saying you can't believe in God and be a doctor, but I think that when you are someone, a a religious minister, I think that a lot of your decisions and the way that you are going about your job are taking, taken from the Bible as opposed to science and reality and things that are concrete. So this woman is now saying that she takes hydrochloroquine and that hydrochloroquine can absolutely treat coronavirus and that, you know, uh, you don't, you shouldn't wear masks cause masks aren't doing anything. She's basically saying everything that Trump wants her to say. So listen, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how, you know, Trump actively finds the most trash black people, but it is a skill and or a gift. There is a part of me that feels like he is finding black people, getting some dirt on them, flipping them and making them say the things that he wants them to say so that he can have some validity to the stupid shit that he says. I mean, I have to just in my spirit, I have to believe that otherwise it just it's just like, who the fuck are these weirdo ass black people? Is it a machine? Is it a factory? Is there a mold? Is there a recipe? Is there a facial spray? What is he doing? And where are these specific black people coming from? Because they're all fucking weirdos. The Surgeon General is an old weirdo ass, goofball ass dude, Ben Carson, Ben Carson wife. Now this black lady. And I'm just, you know, this woman, and maybe it's the Houston heat. I don't know. But this woman believes in alien DNA and she's saying that alien DNA is currently used in medical treatments. You know what? That part, I'm not necessarily going to say I don't agree with. I I think now I'm not on some flat earth shit. Ride with me for a second. What I'm saying is it's already been proven that aliens come here. I think that, and we may not be, yeah, I can see it happening. I can absolutely see the government or the med- the medical, which call them, getting a hold of some alien DNA. But you know who they're using it on. They're not using it on white people. They're using it on the original guinea pigs of this country. And you know who the fuck that is. Exactly. So that one, that one kind of hit me and I had to be like, ah, this bitch a weirdo, but I think she might be on to something right here, right? But this way she lost me. This woman said that <laughs> she believes that uh, she believes that scientists are making a vaccine to stop people from being religious. And that sis, that's when I was like, whoop, let me get off this wagon. You, I wasn't even fully on there. I probably was just walking next to the wagon. Like, well, I mean, let me just see where this going. <laughs> what's back? What's in the back? But, <laughs> She said that, and I was like, no, uh, there's no serum that scientists can make this that will stop people from being religious. You know what's going to stop people from being religious? You know what stops people from being religious? When you see how hypocritical the whole religious 
community is the whole idea when you see these super super christian people or these super religious people that will swear up and down that being gay is wrong is and is a sin but then you catch their ass in the bathroom tapping people foot trying to get their dicks up or when the churches are actively catching pastors and preachers having sex with children but don't do nothing about it but cover them up and move them to another church and move them to another side of town just to tell the heat die down that's what stops people from being religious when you see pastors and preachers taking all this money taking all this money in so they can get a jet or saying that god want them to get a jet nigga god want me to get a jet (laughs) how you gonna get a jet before me so you know that's not what's that's not what's keeping people away from religion religion is keeping people away from religion and that's it okay period point blank so dr stella emmanuel made this statement um at a summit it was called the white coat summit where it's a handful of doctors that call themselves the front line of america and i just want to know who is in the back of this line because man just Everything that she said in her statement sounds like all of the nuttiest shit ever. It's like somebody gave her a white coat out of the crazy house and she just wandered into a room that everybody thought she was a doctor and she went along with it. I'm sorry. I I don't mean to disregard this woman's education. I don't mean to like downplay her mind and how smart she is. But to me, once people start agreeing with Trump, you have lost all all credibility in my book there's nothing you can say to me there's no part of your you know your education is all white clear for me it's like you never went to school it's like you got your medical degree out of a happy meal box a smashed happy meal box so um and she might be the smartest woman in the world she could possibly be someone who has all of the information and really does have the cure. But the fact that it aligns with Donald Trump tells me, nah, I'm good. <laughs> she can literally be like, I have the cure right here. Nah, I'm, I'm going to eat this garlic and I'm going to drink this lemon juice and uh, I'm going to... Uh, take a rub some turpentine behind my ear because i read somewhere that they be doing that and it's good i'm but whatever she got going on i'm not gonna deal with it (laughs) i'm not gonna do it all right y'all so that wraps it up for me here thank you guys so much for hanging out for another episode of black ass podcast make sure you are following the podcast on facebook instagram and twitter and of course you can find and follow me hrcomedy.com um don't forget every tuesday 6 30 pacific 9 30 eastern is the black ass pre-show uh where we just hang out so if you have something that you're working on that you're really excited or proud about inbox me i would love to share that with everybody as well as um if you are interested in coming on to the ig maybe do a short interview if there's something you're looking to promote i want to have a short short segment where i just chat with somebody live on ig live so inbox me we'll talk about it we'll do a little you know we'll hook it up we'll make it cute and uh and of course don't forget to leave the reviews and if you want to join the black ass village that means becoming a patron of the podcast you can log on to patreon.com slash black ass podcast and if you only got money for a one-time deal 
HR Comedy on Instagram. I mean, on Venmo and Cash App with whatever the ancestors put on your spirit to give. No pressure at all. All right, y'all. Be safe. Keep it cute. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. And I'm out. Oh, 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 oh,